Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. Hey everyone, welcome back. What a stinking special episode, especially if you are watching this, you're streaming the video on YouTube. You're seeing my merch in person, in video form for one of the first times. I'm so stinking excited about it. I hope that maybe you got something that you wanted if you were interested in getting some of the merch, but if not, also totally fine, but just, I've had the best little mini launch week and I just wanted to thank you all so stinking much for the support and for just being so kind and encouraging. I love, I love, love, love being able to design merch. I think it's one of the coolest things ever. And I've talked about this before, but I grew up as such a merch nerd. I loved getting concert t-shirts or supporting my favorite creators, especially when I loved YouTube at like, you know, age 10, 12, whatever. I always just thought it was the greatest way to have like a, I don't know, an inside joke with somebody that you love and you kind of form this parasocial relationship with, I don't know, but I, I love it and I hope that you loved it as much as I did. Um, it's still available if you haven't purchased anything yet, go on to the website. I can also leave it in the description for this episode as well. Uh, this is the Tis the Season shirt. This is probably, I would say this is my personal favorite. You know, you're not supposed to play favorites, but I would say this one is, it's pretty stinking cute. I love like the really hidden pretzel flair. Uh, I think I wanted something for the whole collection that was going to be kind of like, I don't know, subtle holiday vibes. You know, it, obviously like if you're looking at it, you get it. But I think last year my merch was screaming holidays. I quite literally put Santa Claus in the middle of a sweatshirt and I loved that. But I wanted something that maybe it would be a little bit more inclusive, a little bit more you could wear it at any time of the year and not feel super out of place. Although we of course support holiday celebrations all year long on this podcast. But uh, yeah, this is this one. I'll show you the other two just in case you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like your first time watching or listening. This is the part Christmas elf sweatshirt. This is kind of inspired by like the college merch kind of design. I really like this one a lot because I think it's just kind of subtle, clean, classic, um, very traditional in a sense. And this was, I would say a little bit more of a bold move for me. I can't even get it up. This was a more of a bold, like fun kind of random design that my designer and I worked on together. Her name's Alex Miller. She's absolutely incredible. We worked on last year's merch together as well, but this was kind of like a shot in the dark. You know, we weren't really sure if this was gonna be something that was gonna turn out cool or not, but I think it actually looks maybe the best on the sweatshirt because of the way it's designed. And I just think it's so cute. Obviously it says Twisty Bakery, wellness, joy, and holiday cheer. <laughs> so I don't know, I thought it was kind of like a cute little play on my obviously huge affinity for pretzels. And 
yeah, I hope that you love it. And like I said, it's still available. It will be available for the next few weeks. Highly recommend ordering as soon as possible if you're even considering it because the provider that I use is having so much traffic because of the holidays and so many other content creators doing merch around this time frame that uh, shipments are delayed as well as just overall like internationally there's been an inventory shortage for so many different supplies obviously merch is like not the world's biggest concern but just kind of a heads up that is something that is noted on the website I also have no control over what things are still available as in sizes and colors etc which is a really big bummer, but something I'd love to continue to work on and improve next year, perhaps going through a different vendor. But if you see something on the website and it's not available in your size, I will try to make other colors available or a long sleeve version instead of just a crew neck. If that's something that you want, please, please message me and let me know. Because like I mentioned, I have sadly no control over what is still available and what isn't. And it breaks my heart to like log on and see there's no more large or whatever it might be and i want to make sure it's as accommodating to you as possible so please reach out if there's something that you'd like to see i can always try to make it available and yeah like i said i hope that you love it because it's so much fun it just it puts the biggest smile on my face i love to do like more merch drops in the future so let me know if there's any designs that you'd love to wear but uh in other news um, <laughs> i just got back actually just a few days ago from my trip to new york city and it was, gosh, it felt like the time of my life. I hadn't really done a trip like that in forever because, I mean, obviously, the way that the world has happened, I just haven't been able to travel as recreationally. And I've, I think we kind of determined this on the trip. There's two different ways to travel, you know? There's traveling and there's vacationing. Vacationing is like sitting on the beach, you're relaxing, you're at the pool, you're just kind of lounging. And then there's traveling where you're out and about, you're exploring, you're going to go see the city, you're waking up early to get in as much things as you can, you're staying out late. This was definitely a travel vacation. Wait, what? <laughs> this was a travel trip? That was confusing. But yeah, so I, I felt a little bit exhausted, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of the storm of all of the perfect ailments that come with a travel trip. Like, we took a red eye to New York, which is kind of like the best way to do it if you think saving time-wise, coming from Washington, flying across the country to New York City. However, I'd say the only downside with that is if you don't sleep well on planes, you're pretty exhausted the next day. Even if you do sleep well on planes, I kind of feel like you're not really that well rested. And that's essentially what happened with all of us. So we arrived in New York City, it's like 4 a.m. our time, but I didn't really sleep that well. I was tossing and turning and I just, I wasn't comfortable. I felt stressed about other things. So we arrived in the city already a little bit tired. It took forever to get into our hotel and kind of get situated and whatnot. We took a four hour nap later on that day because we were so exhausted and we just kind of ended up crashing, which I don't know if that was the best thing to do in retrospect, but we couldn't like continue on being as tired as we were and just, I don't know, like slap a bandaid on it. So. The rest of the trip was super stinking fun. We kind of just went just with no plans. I, I have a few friends in the city, but it's sometimes so hard to like coordinate and meet up with people. So it wasn't like I was going to see anybody or, or sightsee or anything because I mean, I had like a mini stint of living in the city. I've been there. I used to go with my family pretty much every single year because my sister went to school over there and we just 
we love the city so we used to go all the time so same thing with my friends that I went with they've been there they've done the basic New York City things so we were kind of just like let's eat <laughs> let's eat our way through the city let's go have fun let's just I don't know like be big foodies and walk around and just have a good time kind of explore so that was kind of the majority of what our trip entailed but honestly it it ended up being just like a, a fun way to catch up with friends and not put too much pressure on making sure you get in every single thing every single day or I'm not gonna have a good time if I don't get in 10 sightseeing stops you know I think sometimes I put so much pressure to have a perfect trip when in actuality just going and like enjoying yourself sometimes it's like the way to do it like stumbling upon a restaurant seeing that the menu looks good and walking inside that's kind of a fun way to travel and that was our whole kind of mantra we were so lax and i think it really ended up paying off really well for us i would say that something i've had a hard time with for most of my life but i've been better at now as i've gotten older and and more in a stable relationship with myself and my nutrition and my workout routines is trying to find that balance between working out on vacation or a travel trip whatever you're doing and then also balancing how you're eating out so much and also what you're eating when you go out to restaurants there's so many different ways i think to approach this sort of circumstance and really like there is no right or wrong way it's whatever is going to make you feel happiest on that trip but i think in the past i would often get very very down on myself if i didn't make working out a priority on those vacations if i didn't wake up super early to go work out then i would feel like i am going to lose all of my progress and i'm so mad at myself because i brought all these workout clothes and they're just staring at me fresh and clean in my suitcase and I haven't touched them and I feel just kind of mad at me for not making it more of a priority or likewise with eating out having a well-balanced diet when you're out and traveling etc if I feel like I'm just like I haven't seen a vegetable in days <laughs> I feel like that often happens like I'm just constantly eating maybe some pasta or bread or burgers, things like that, and I haven't seen anything that's green in a few days. Sometimes I honestly start to feel like kind of sluggish, but I would get like very mad at myself that I felt like, quote unquote, I was off track or I wasn't, quote unquote, staying healthy. But it has taken me a very long time to build a healthier relationship with approaching each vacation or travel trip. <laughs> I'm gonna keep using both categories uh on its own and kind of navigating them one by one and on a case-by-case -case basis instead of saying every single vacation i have to work out every single day or else i am not happy with myself this sort of trip i brought workout clothes i brought maybe three or four sets i was kind of thinking you know what maybe i'll get a workout in it's not my top priority but it's something i kind of wanted to do and at the end of the trip I hadn't touched any of those clothes. Not once. Not, didn't even really think about it, to be honest with you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It was also one of those things where we were walking so stinking much. I'm, I don't get many steps on a day-to-day basis in this apartment. I mean, let's be honest, I do my daily walk, maybe I go to the gym and that's about it. Like there's not many steps for me between me and this refrigerator, you know, back and forth. Granted, I don't wear a a tracker on my wrist or anything, so I don't always exactly know. I kind of just look at my phone and I don't take my phone everywhere with me throughout my apartment. But on an average day, I get like, it's embarrassing, 5,000 steps maybe. But when we were walking around the city, we were getting something between 15,000 and 22,000 steps every single day. Like each day it kind of varied. For the most part, it was was about 20,000 steps. So if you're thinking, oh, you didn't get enough time to work out, but then you look at your phone and you're saying, I walked 20,000 steps. That to me is like, you did all that you needed to do. Like that is enough. Why would I have wanted to squeeze in a workout on top of that? You know, I probably would have exhausted myself even more. Not to mention, I already said I was feeling jet lagged. I felt like I didn't have a restful sleep because of that red eye flight. And also just feeling exhausted from, I don't sleep well on trips. I really don't. I've always had an irrational fear of like hotel beds and stuff. Ever since I was little, I have never liked sleeping in hotels and I make such like a mental fuss about it. And for what? As somebody who worked in hotels, like I need to calm down. It's not that bad, but I I don't sleep well when I'm traveling, which doesn't help like the overall energy, more energy to work out, like having a, a positive outlook on the rest of the trip towards doing anything beyond just like the walking aspect, you know? So I was at first like, oh, gosh darn it, you know, like I should have prioritized one little exercise session. I should have done something. But then I always think I'm so grateful that I didn't because I wouldn't have wanted to sacrifice like one hour of my trip to not be with my friends or to not go out and travel and and sightsee or something because I wanted to go like walk on the treadmill. It kind of feels silly like when you explain it out loud to yourself like okay I want to go to the gym but everybody else maybe wants to go walk and see this cool monument down the block. I'm not going to go join them because I want to just go get in like one lifting session. I just feel like in my life as somebody who's just trying to live a long and healthy, prosperous lifestyle, it's not worth it in the end. If you have different goals, then I completely understand like you have different priorities. And that's kind of what I was starting to allude to as well. There's a lot of ways to look at this situation. Like you could just say, I am vacationing or I am traveling. I do not want to work out whatsoever. This is my time away from the gym. This is my time away from work. It's finally the opportunity I have to relax and unwind. I shouldn't put any pressure on myself to go to the gym. But then there's kind of like the flip side of saying, you know what, like sometimes traveling is really stressful. Sometimes. I don't travel well with my family. You know, you've always 
not you, maybe you haven't, I've always had like small arguments with my sisters or my parents when we're traveling because people just start to get on each other's nerves. Like it's natural, it happens. And maybe you think of exercise as your perfect mental health escape or you need it to just keep yourself a little bit more sane, then maybe that's something you feel like you have to incorporate into your vacationing routine because it's going to make you happier. And in that case, then it can be like a priority as long as it's done in a very healthy way. I always just think it's so necessary to establish those boundaries of not feeling an obligation to carry on your traditional workout routine when you've planned this magnificent, maybe once in a lifetime opportunity vacation where you're doing something that you don't normally get to do. You shouldn't prioritize one single workout session because in the long run, it's not that serious. It's not that deep and it's not going to be that important for the rest of your journey to make sure you squeeze in that one singular routine. Now, kind of springboarding off of that, leapfrogging off of that last point, uh, the other thing I was mentioning was nutrition. Nutrition can be super, I don't know, I think I used to feel very overwhelmed by it when I was traveling or vacationing. <laughs> I need to think of one word instead of continually mentioning both these categories. I'm like laughing to myself every time I do it. I used to get very, very overwhelmed and I'd think like, I'm gonna lose all of my progress if I'm eating out at these restaurants and I, I feel gross and I don't know, I think I would just, I personally had such an unhealthy relationship between myself and my personal nutrition that I couldn't find the balance on a vacation that was not going to make me feel bad about myself. And sometimes it's, it's like silly to talk about because now I'm in such a healthier place mentally that I can go on these sorts of trips and not feel so much guilt for just wanting to be a foodie. Like I'm a foodie to my core. I love to sightsee places by traveling and eating what the people of that city eat. You know, like that is my freaking favorite thing ever. So I'm going to not let myself explore in my favorite way possible because I wanna, I don't know, like have a salad instead of a burger that I've heard great reviews about and I've been dreaming about for months. No, <laughs> like, no. And also like there's, there's no like healthy versus unhealthy foods. I don't, I just don't see it like that anymore. I think, okay, well, if I want a burger, let's look at what the burger has. We've got um, carbohydrates coming from the bread that are going to give me energy. I've got um, protein in the patty that's going to fill me up. It's going to nourish my body. It's going to make me feel very satiated, satiated. <laughs> There's that word again. Uh, from the meal. Maybe I'm going to add some tomato and lettuce and that's going to add a little bit more micronutrients for me. It's going to give me like my vegetable element. That's how you like should be looking at your food in that holistic manner. And if it makes you feel like a little bit less sluggish by adding on a, a side salad or something, then do that. But don't take away moments of food fun. That's what I like to call it. You know, where you're dreaming about a meal. Uh, <laughs> you're fantasizing about eating that perfect burger that you've seen on TikTok nine times in a row. Don't take those moments away from you just because you feel like it's going to maybe quote unquote, knock you off your progress because it won't. 
because one salad won't make you change your entire life just like one burger won't change your entire life. It just doesn't happen like that. But I'm kind of in like a little bit of a small, um, small pattern of having a few back-to-back -back trips planned. It wasn't really intentional, but um, this past week, obviously, like I mentioned, I was in New York City and that was a little bit like spur of the moment, a bit last minute planning um, with some friends that had just been also dreaming about visiting the city. So we booked that. And this following week is my birthday, actually. So um, we're going to Vegas to go celebrate my birthday. By the time you hear this, it's already going to have happened. But uh, I'm, I'm very excited for that. Here's me talking about my birthday week as in I didn't just have a full episode last year canceling birthday weeks and not celebrating birthday weeks. I'm not doing it. I'm just sharing the information. And then, of course, the week after that is Thanksgiving. Um, and then December is just going to be like a mess of Christmas and all that is the glory of the holiday season. <laughs> so super excited. But I think this is where I start to get like, okay, like take each day step by step when I have this wild travel schedule ahead of me or it's just, it's happening right now because I, I love cooking at home. I really feel like I, one, I save money and I love that. I love being able to like get better at cooking because it's still a skill I'm, I'm trying to work on, <laughs> which is embarrassing, but it's true. And also, you know, like I like my snacks. I like the food that I have. And I sometimes don't love eating out at restaurants every single day. But when you're traveling, like that's often what you do because you're not always having an access to a kitchen or, or it's just the fun thing to do to go travel to eat food. So when I'm away from the home so much, sometimes I'm like, a little bit overwhelmed by how much I'm eating out at restaurants and whatnot. But I think the important thing is to one, like take each meal step by step and order what like you're in the mood for. You know, I think oftentimes I, in the past, I'd look to other people around me for cues on like what to order or if, if I'm ordering the right thing, quote unquote. But <sighs> there's so much to say. I would say the best thing that you can do for yourself is to just like listen to your own personal hunger cues to make sure that you're you're getting like a well-balanced meal with every time that you're eating somewhere or if there's like snacks that you need to bring along the way that are going to maybe help keep you more full in between meals um that's a great recommendation i have as well but with like the chaos that comes with the holidays and also just traveling as it's kind of picking up this time of year just keep yourself as grounded as possible and remember that this portion of the year is not going to like i've mentioned like kick you off of your progress quote unquote there's a lot of things like i need you to understand i'm saying quote unquote especially if you're not watching this podcast so i'm sorry that i'm continually saying quote unquote but i don't want you to misunderstand my words there's nothing wrong with celebrating your life with food and in fact that's how I live my life. <laughs> like, I I love food. I will always love food. And I hope that you love it too. And it's such a communal thing that is such a beautiful way to bring people together. There's, there shouldn't be any guilt associated with any food because food has no moral value. So do not make yourself feel bad that you're enjoying every ounce of this home cooked meal that your family is providing for you or you're helping cook, cook for Thanksgiving 
or the, the meals that you're trying when you're going back to your hometown for the holidays or you're out and about celebrating your birthday, whatever it is, don't make yourself feel like you can't have those moments. Like that's how I remember things so well and so fondly is almost like around food or maybe it's around alcohol or it's with people I love and we're all circled around a table filled with love and filled with food. And oftentimes like those are the foods that people deem quote unquote unhealthy, but that doesn't mean that they're still not delicious and good for you, good for your heart, good for your soul. Those are things I feel like I don't consider enough. Like people say, oh, that's not good for you. Good for me how? It's not, it's not gonna make me happy. It's not gonna nourish my soul. It's not gonna nourish my heart. Those are important little topics too, you know? Uh, but like I mentioned, <laughs> my birthday is this week and I have a milestone birthday, which I'm really nervous about, but I'm also really excited. And I, I can't believe like, my birthday's here again. I'm sometimes I used to be like a big birthday girl, <laughs> but I think as you get older, you're kind of like, oh, it's my birthday again. Like I'm getting a bit older, but um, I wanted to share like a few things I think that I've learned very recently in my life and also throughout the past 24 years of my life that have helped me be a better, brighter, more positive tailor that I can be and I don't have like a list of 25 like immaculate things to share with you because that would be very overwhelming and I'm not that put together. But I did write down just a few things that I think maybe would be helpful small pieces of advice to pass along to you. Um, I'm not very wise, but I am a birthday gal. So <laughs> um, the first, the first thing I'd love to share with you, nobody is going to know that you are hurting, that you are going through a hard time if you don't reach out for help. I think especially in 2020 and 2021, I would say a lot of us have gone through some really hard times, some really horrible hardships that we did not deserve. And it was the most isolating time that any of us have ever experienced. But the easy thing to do is to kind of let all of your emotions bottle up. And I have always felt that in my friendships or in my close relationships in my life, I am often the person that maybe lets people talk more than I do in a friendship, or I, I let other people kind of, you know, like, what's the word, um, like emotion dump onto me. There's a better word for it, it's something dumb. Like if you're hanging out with your friends and maybe you haven't seen them in a while, I'm the person that lets them like vent everything out first and just kind of share everything. And I'm, I would like to call myself a good listener. I say humbly, hopefully. <laughs> um, but I think as a result of that, it's also very hard for me to be the one to open up to others because I always feel like it's a burden or I think I don't know how after so many years of like just letting myself kind of take the back seat in conversations and just listen and advise more than share. And I definitely feel like I do have some friendships where I can do both, but after so long of just feeling like, no, like nobody needs to know, like it's all right, like I can handle it on my own. 
maybe because like I know what it feels like to take so much of other people's emotions and kind of carry it on my own back that I often don't I don't like share all of those like really harmful and hurtful things that like I think when I'm alone and whatnot and I feel like in a lot of 2020 and 2021 I've like dealt with some really hard shit and I've been in my apartment with Reese thank goodness alone a lot and it's been really really hard and I, I mean, I've, I've talked about this a bunch where I, I hate my apartment because it has no natural lighting and it's very isolating because it's so freaking soundproof. And if I don't like reach out to friends or if I'm having a really hard day and even just like responding to text messages feels like the biggest, hardest thing to do, then I feel extra, extra alone. And when you feel alone, you just let one little small feeling kind of bundle on top of one another and it can feel like everything just snowballs there's a big fat avalanche of your feelings and it wasn't until like honestly fairly recently that I've you know like started to open up more to some of my closest friends about like some of the harder times that I was going through and believe it or not uh, <laughs> it's helped so much like just not feeling like I had to conquer everything on my own was so comforting. Or I don't know, sometimes I feel like I sit in my apartment and um, I get very overwhelmed with communication, you know, like texting or, or DMing and whatever. So I have a hard time reaching out to like even my closest friends. And then when I do, um, it's always worth it. And I always feel better. Even my best friend and I, we never ever FaceTime because I just have a fear of, of FaceTime. Like I genuinely don't talk to like my closest loved ones on the phone because it's hard for me. And I hate that it's hard for me because whenever I do it, um, after the first like initial very scary 10 minutes, I'm so glad that I did. And I always feel better and I always feel less alone. So whatever you feel like you have to conquer on your own, you're not putting a burden on other people by opening up to them. You're not um, bothering people by sharing something that might be really hard for you in this moment. And also I genuinely know that when you're sitting in your own thoughts, you can make one little small thing feel like it is such a bigger deal than it actually is. And sometimes just sitting and talking it through with somebody, be that a friend, a family member, a therapist, it can help you recognize that whatever you might be bobbling up in your mind is not as overwhelming as it actually is in reality. So give yourself the opportunity to connect with others and don't let yourself like be your own worst enemy and to keep things from others for fear of judgment or of burdening people in any way because I promise you that you're not and I promise you it will help your recovery journey so stinking much by allowing yourself that vulnerability and sharing those moments with the people that you love or the people that you pay like a therapist <laughs> another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, number two. Don't wish away your days because your life is happening right now. I think that we oftentimes like think about our lives as like something that's going to happen in the future. You know, like, oh, I'm going to get that job and then that's my my life in the city or I'm going to go to college and blah, 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 blah. But it's so easy to be constantly thinking like futuristically when every single moment of our days is our lives. And I think we often like want to to wish away that time. Like I think, oh, I'm sitting in traffic right now. I hate this. I just can't wait till I'm home. But what I should be doing is finding like a positive in that situation, turning on a podcast that makes me happy, like this one. <laughs> just kidding. Um, blasting music and like singing along to the new Taylor Swift album because I can and I want to and I'm, I'm making the best of the situation. I feel like life is so stinking precious. It's so stinking precious. And the more that we sit in our thoughts and hate, like those harder moments, I think that's where you end up finding real happiness. If you can live to love the parts of your life that you're constantly trying to wish away. I just had to mull that one over for a second because it felt important. (laughs) Um, I also feel like this this next one's kind of ties into what I just said, but you should, in addition to like, loving every single moment, making the most of every single day, because the years are short, but the days are long. Have you ever heard that phrase before where you feel like this is the longest day of my life because you're, you're running from here and there and you're overwhelmed with these tasks and whatever. But then all of a sudden you look back and like 2021 is already almost over. How in the heck did that happen? Because we're not taking full advantage of every single moment in our day. So piggybacking off of that one, right? being excited and thankful for every single thing in your day and recognizing the blessings that we have. That is so stinking important. I will even do that with my work that I genuinely love so much and could not be more thankful for. Like this podcast, for example. Sometimes I will sit with the idea of recording the podcast for the entirety of the day. And I think sometimes like when you you don't act on something right away and you kind of let it stir and build up in your mind it feels like this big overwhelming task that is over overwhelming did i just have not say that <laughs> it feels like this task that is such a burden to you when truly in actuality i should be looking at that situation like i get to go record my podcast i have a podcast y'all like I get to sit down and people want to hear me talk for some stinking reason. We still don't know why. And I'm so lucky that I get to spend an hour of my day doing this. And I'm so excited to do it. That is always how I feel after the fact. But beforehand, of course, there's like this part of you that lets something that is fun be looked at in a more negative light. And I wish I, I didn't do that for every single thing in my life. Even with workouts, let's say, I think, oh, I have to go to the gym later. I don't want to go to the gym. And you get all hyped over it and annoyed for hours on end until you finally go and you're at the gym and you're pushing yourself. 
and then you leave the gym and you've got your endorphins and you feel so stinking good. You feel so proud of yourself that you win, but it becomes a chore. It is something that we look at as like a, ugh, I have to go do that today. But it's such a blessing that we have the opportunity to go move our bodies. It's such a blessing that we have one free hour in our day to prioritize ourselves. It's a blessing that you're listening to this podcast because that likely means you are privileged enough to own a technological device that allows you to connect with people around the world. That's a huge thinking privilege. And those are things I don't love to forget. I want to be reminded of that self and be humbled by them every single day that I have the opportunity to do these things and they are not burdens, they are not chores, they are not tasks, but things I should be looking forward to and things that make me a better person and I'm growing and I'm becoming the best tailor I can be because of them. Yes, sometimes like those things are hard. Yeah, it's not always going to be the most perfect workout session or maybe it's going to be a really hard work day for whatever you might be doing, but that doesn't mean it's not challenging you and that doesn't mean you can't still be grateful for it. That's something that I've learned. <laughs> okay, my last one. Um, these are all like kind of deep, aren't they? I'm just realizing. My last little thing that I've learned. Um, you will go through good times and you will go through hard times, but during your hard times, you must, must remember that your good times are still on the horizon. I think I've had like very good and bad years of my life. Like looking back, sometimes I think, oh, like 2017. 2017, I always will coin as the best year of my life. However, first of all, I feel like I shouldn't be calling it the best year of my life because that means it's my best years are behind me and that is not the case. So I should think of a different phrase for it. But I loved 2017. It was phenomenal. Like I had such a good uh, end of my school year, like that second semester that I had. It was such a fun summer. Oh my gosh, it was such a fun semester. Then I had a fun summer. That was the summer that I moved to New York City. I had the best thing of time. I did hard things for myself. I worked in the city, which was such a dream. Then I went to Florence. I studied there. I spent my whole semester there. My family came to celebrate Christmas there. It was a wild year. Oh, also at the top of 2017, Keith and I went to Puerto Vallarta and I met most of his family. I mean, so stinking cool, like such a amazing year. And of course, I mean, there was probably so many hard times in there that I kind of maybe mentally block out because of all of the other good times in between. But then I flash forward to 2018 and it wasn't that great of a year. Or 2020, 2021. Of course there's like good and bad sprinkled in between everything, but I think especially for these last two years, I think it's so important to hold on to those times where I was so beyond happy because even when I'm going through my hardest times right now, I need to constantly remind myself that there are still good times to be had ahead of time, ahead in time. There are still good times to be had. That is all I should say. <laughs> Making it way too more complicated than it needs to be. But you know, when you have your darkest days, you feel like you're in the heat of the storm and it doesn't feel like anything is enough or you're just feeling lost and overwhelmed and you're not happy. You have to keep yourself grounded enough to remember that those good times 
are still ahead. There is still more beautiful life to be lived. And if it takes medication, if it takes seeing a professional, a therapist, a dietitian, like whatever it is that is going to help you along your way, then do that and make it happen. But don't forget that there is always going to be waves in life. And I often, I often feel like the hardest times I've had when they're followed by the good times, like those are also some of the best times of my life. You know, like the highs are high and the lows are low. It's always like the best, best times come after my darkest, darkest days. Bah. I wish I had like more insightful things to share with you all, but I think that those are really, really, they've been really helpful to me lately, especially. I've had like a lot of self-reflection after my whole Harry Styles ordeal, going to the concert by myself, uh, just doing harder, scarier things on my own or trying to make the most of my days and not feel like everything is a burden or a chore or a task or not getting overwhelmed with myself with Sunday scaries even or not looking at my week as an endless laundry cycle of Sundays and the work week and then the weekends like I hate that mentality and I've been trying so hard to get out of it and live my life so I'm not waking up in, in 10 years getting sad at myself that I was spent every single day begrudgingly getting through it so um that is my my mini birthday episode although this is coming out after my birthday that's okay <laughs> that's so funny I, if you don't remember last year i did a full episode on like kind of laughing about the fact that birthday weeks are a thing or like birthday months and i always felt like a burden to put that on people like we're celebrating my birthday week but honestly, like, who cares? Like, why did I make such a big fuss about it? <laughs> so, so 2020 of me. <laughs> okay, our question of the week is kind of just a cute one. When is Reese getting a new puppy friend? <sighs> I've wanted a new puppy friend for Reese for so stinking long. We were so close to adopting another, wow, hello, words. We were so close to adopting another puppy a few times, like, a few a few times we were emailing like can we get this dog but um i think each time like something just didn't feel 100 percent correct and you know always like if i would have ended up going through with it that would have been the perfect puppy that's how it works but one we've always been kind of doubtful because there's just not enough room in this apartment for another dog like in all fairness that would not be fair to the dog especially if we were to get another puppy that's so hard for them like you want them to grow up with a backyard you want them to have space to play and to be themselves and run amok and just have like enough space for a dog and it's okay for Reese because she's a pretty small dog and you know obviously I take her on walks and she gets so much play playful time with her her cousins and, and whatnot but I just think if we added another dog to the mix in here, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair to the, the dogs themselves. But I know, I know she would love a sibling like so much. She's obsessed with dogs. Like she loves everybody. She loves every animal she meets. It's so stinking cute. And I know she's like her happiest self whenever she's around her cousin dogs. 
It's so sweet and I, I would love to give that to her so she has a partner and a friend around for all of the time, but it's just, it's not the right timing. However, Keith and I do really wanna move in the near future, we probably will be. And I think when that happens, it could be a possibility down the line. But ultimately it gets kind of up to me because I'm the one that's at home all the time. So like I raised Reese, I taught her all the tricks that she knows. I taught her mostly everything, not to discredit Keith. Obviously he was very helpful and he did his best as well. But in actuality, I'm the one that's always home. So I would be kind of taking on more of the responsibility of two puppies. So I don't know, we'll see. But hopefully in the new house, that would be so exciting. I've always thought, like, oh, it'd be cool to get a different type of dog, but I love Reese's breed. I think they're stinking adorable and she's been so good to us. I I sometimes hear horror stories and I don't I don't want like I don't want to take a chance, but at the same time I would love like giving love to different types of dogs, rescuing a dog, seeing uh, uh how a different breed would interact with her on like a daily basis, obviously. Um but also it would be so cute to have two races running around. Okay, your wellness tip of the week. What did I just say? This happens to me after I've been talking about for 45 minutes. Blah! Okay, your wellness tip of the week. Woohoo! So stinking excited. All right, this is actually kind of more of like a, a, a tip. Well, it is a tip, but it's a, a helpful reminder, let's say, because it's going, to, it's going to make you well by doing it, but it's not exactly a, a traditional wellness tip. I don't know. Um, your wellness tip of the week, be kind to your service workers. I obviously, like I mentioned, I was interacting with so many um, restaurant workers, baristas, etc. when I was in New York. And I feel like New Yorkers are very misunderstood. You know, I think that they get a very bad rep sometimes. For what? Because every single person that I talked to was so stinking nice. And of course, most of the people that I chatted with were service workers, but I genuinely think that if you just take the time to talk to people or we would always ask them for their favorite recommendations in the area, like tell me your favorite restaurant or what's the best thing to do right now or your favorite thing to order there. They love getting like real genuine conversation and, and having, I don't know, like impactful moments. I think it's so important. So like as somebody who's worked many, many a job in the service industry, I think almost every job I've had has been in the service industry. Um, I know what it's like on both ends of the coin. And I mean, first and foremost, let's just say it out loud. If you're nice to your service workers, they'll be nice back to you. And all, a lot of times they'll do nicer things for you. Maybe like you're checking into your room, they might not have a room for you available. And then all of a sudden they do have a room available when you're extra stinking nice. That, that does happen. As somebody who worked in hotels, that does happen. Or even just like, you know, having a, a conversation deeper than like, thanks, whatever, get get my order done and leave. Tip your baristas, tip your waitresses for the love of God. Just, you know, small little reminder to be a kind person and it's it doesn't cost anything to be kind to people. And like that is real hard work to constantly be on your feet, talking with people, constantly just putting on a freaking fake smile to be a good employee and it's hard. So remember to, to be kind to everybody, of course. Treat people with kindness. <laughs> but uh, be especially kind to your service workers today, every day, 
this week, next week, um, especially during the holidays. Oh my gosh, it gets nuts everywhere, everywhere. Like be patient, be kind. Um, of course, like I mentioned beforehand, how many times do I say like I mentioned in a podcast episode? It feels redundant and I think it is. But as I said prior, the world, like the entire world is experiencing shipment delays across the board. So it's not that one person's fault and you cannot get mad at them for something that is literally not even in their control. Not one bit. So um, be a kind person, be a good person. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a very happy Thanksgiving if you are in the States and you celebrate. I love you all so much. Um, like I mentioned, don't forget podcast and Taylor Woods merch, whatever you want to call this, it's still available. I will leave the link to it in my description box for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Give it a five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. Interact with the episode on Spotify. I love you all. Have the best day ever. Woo! Okay, go do something nice for yourself. Bye.